Welcome to this edition of Hindsight is Horrifying, the show where three mostly normal and somewhat cynical adults discuss life as members of the TV generation. Now here are your hosts, Darth Jader, Jason Mitchell, and Adam B. (sighs) And it's off to an awkward and running start, Hindsiders. Take three. (laughs) Take two. All right, take two. We've only tried it twice. We did this with... Uh, American Psycho as well. Yeah, that's, that's true. We did. That's true. Yeah. You know, actually, I often think that American Psycho and Brave Little Toaster are sort of very know, close, cinematic, very cousins, close. Really. Yes, maybe even in the same universe. Yeah. So, and just in case you were wondering <laughs> what kid? movie we're discussing uh, this evening, it is the master B- is B- BLT Brave Little Toaster, <laughs> not to be confused with bacon, lettuce, and tomato yes. sandwich. Yes. <laughs> But I purchased a toaster just for the event, and I found out while I was away, Jason molested the toaster. The oh. toaster made the first move. All right. Well, okay. if he did, that's okay. okay. He I might was, need to always leave. wants no. to please yeah. the master. I didn't plug him in. Oh, God. This episode's going to make me cry. <laughs> it will. It's going to backfire so hard. Yeah, th- that's a survival instinct on our part. I, ne- I want to run right yeah. out that door. Okay. Well, uh... Yeah, so Hindsiders, you already know what movie we're talking about, which is terribly <laughs> BLT. exciting. We're mm-hmm. yes, BLT, Brave Little Toaster. We're continuing on our uh, attempts to make each other cry. Yes. So I did cry I when did. I saw this. I did too of, because of the time that I'll never get exactly, back. Exactly, exactly. I wept openly. <sighs> My life is shorter now. I love this woman. Yeah. You she's missed so, me so hard so while you were on vacation. <laughs> yes, I did. I missed you both very, very much. Yeah. Oh, okay. What, what is what is life and expectancy you too, now? Of course. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, anyway, so, yes, we're discussing Brave Little Toaster, one of Darth's favorites from her childhood. And, of course, uh, like with so many movies, Hindsiders, that we loved when we were children, you grow up and you watch this movie and you realize just how emotionally scarring it really was. Yep, yep. I, I realize that I have uh, about 320,000 hours left until I die. Um, based, on, I'm sorry, based on what scale? did Life you invi- expectancy. Just, you know, male life expectancy, U.S., all that stuff. Did you, you factor know. in diet or anything specific? Oh, no, then it would be literally- like half of this. <laughs> <laughs> That's wishful thinking that yeah. he's working on right now. This is the top end of the spectrum. Well, you know what helps is not molesting toasters or electronic appliances He in made general. the first move. I wasn't going to be rude. He, it's a he. That's good to know. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he would not mess with a female toaster. Come on, man. What are you, weird? Yeah, come on. I'm a 21st century guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, excuse me, toaster. Now, before we we get too far, though. Yes, we have to give a shout out to uh, our biggest and most beloved fan, Angel. Uh, Angel, uh, Darth was talking to you on Facebook earlier today, and we're all so sorry. Darth, Jason, and Adam want to extend their condolences we know you lost a friend and you had to attend a funeral today for said friend. Yeah. And we we're thinking about you. Seriously. We, yeah. We always appreciate you. You're, you're so attentive and uh, amazing to us all the time. We just want you to know that you're on our hearts and we're so sorry for your loss. Absolutely. Our number one fan. Absolutely. That's you. Absolutely. And hopefully, you know, we can make you, you know, make, make you smile, smile a little How bit. About a toast. It, yes. yes, uh, yes. Cheers to Anhel. Cheers. Absolutely. Cheers. Salud. Absolutely, friend. So we're so sorry. We love you and we appreciate you, and we're you're just on our hearts and on our minds right now. So just know that. Yeah. And and you know, 
it's kind of fitting almost you you picked a movie that to me is actually only really memorable because of the people we've lost who were in this movie yeah, I, we've a lot of people i knew Very that, true. i knew that this would strike a chord with you jason and i know that part of the challenge is to make each other cry right now so one of the people that you love most from saturday night live is phil harman uh-huh. yeah. and not just from, from snl i love phil harman no wayne's I, world news radio i mean from so many things jingle all the way <laughs> You know, actually, I just realized I was looking um, in the the IMDb page. I didn't realize Mindy Sterling is in this. And Mindy Sterling. Explain. Well, I'm going to show you a picture. Go for it. Do you make rec- sure that you're putting it yeah. on camera this time? Well, yeah. Okay. Oh, Mindy yes. Sterling, of course. Yeah. So, so many. Hey. Frau oh, Farbifina. Uh huh. Farbifina. Farbifina. Bring in the Tesla. Who is now a regular on the Goldbergs. Oh, I've not seen the yeah. Goldbergs. She's but great. I know yeah, you, you like really that need show. to. Yeah, um, she's on Mindy it now. Was on here. It. What role did she have in this BLT? She was <laughs> credited as. Hang on, I'm sorry. Flower Mother number three slash Two Face Sewing. You did pay attention to this movie. I did. And I look at you. We're we're listening. It's well, okay. this movie was. Oh no, it wasn't. Well, I, thought, I thought it was directed by Jerry Reed. <laughs> no, it's Jerry Reese. It's just some Welsh asshole. Yeah. Jerry Yikes. Jerry Reed, that would have been cool. Well, before we fall down the rabbit hole too much further, yeah. uh, we have to give another shout out, Hindsiders, because we just had a birthday on the show. Oh, yes. It's my birthday again. Yes. I Miss- know. No matter how hard you try, it just happens every day yes. year. Well, that's yeah. better than the alternative. I that's can true. Tell you that. uh, to a so- point. So I have something special to say for Mr. Brown to give him a shout out. He just turned 30. I know he's very sensitive about his age right now. A little bit, yeah. To the point where he was even upset with Jason and me for wishing him a happy birthday, Hindsiders. Keep it a secret. Just just so you know, Mr. Brown, I know maturity comes with its challenges, but it also comes with, you know, the... The returned, you know, reminder. She said returned. I did. Yeah. She's an English major. See, when I hear mature now, I just think of porn. (laughs) Ew. Really? I'm trying to be nice here. Amateur mature. Hold on. (laughs) Oh, there's different categories. The point is, Mr. Brown, uh, I know maturity comes with its own challenges, but to us, you'll always be funny. You'll always be charming handsome intellectual all of those wonderful things and most importantly to me you will always be my favorite norwegian cheesesteak <laughs> i knew there'd be a punchline eventually <laughs> okay i i hate to say this i hate to be the guy saying i don't know but it's from our cobra episode what is wrong with you Yes. Sliced alone is the Italian stallion, and Mr. Brown is the Norwegian. The Norwegian. Norwegian. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yes. Okay. Okay. If he watched our podcast, I don't he would show. know that. I don't watch any of this. <laughs> Happy birthday, Mr. Brown. Thank you very much. No, I do appreciate it. I try to avoid them. Had to do it. Yes. I had to do it. I know. I appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, and Happy you know, birthday. And Cheers you know, to the Norwegian cheesesteak. <laughs> Absolutely. On the on the same day that you were celebrating your, you know, not dying in the previous year. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yes. Um, my wife on the same day. And my niece. Yeah, I know, but the, they don't know. And uh, who yeah. cares? Um, <laughs> she turned a particular birthday. 
I know. Mm. I, I was never going to announce that because she's a lady, and that's even she's more a lady. sensitive. Uh, she, she turned 40. Jason! <laughs> he can mention it. No, no, no. And she she's is his abs- chattel. She is absolutely, yeah. Oh, I long it's from for Shakespeare. The, it's from Shakespeare. I, I long for the days when women were property and property was cheap. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, she turned 40, and she's totally stoked. Like it's 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 not like it used to be. Forty really kind of I'm I'm starting to learn. It's is, the new twenty four. Really, yeah. I mean, did you ever look at your grandmother's yearbook? You're like, holy shit, they're fifty years old yeah, at eighteen. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking yeah. forward to forty for the same reason because I and I think it's for. Well, different. that's in what fifteen more years. <laughs> uh, twenty more years actually. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you wish. <laughs> I do. Uh no, but seriously, I, I'm actually looking forward to forty, genuinely, because I finally 40's think, awesome. I finally think that the personality will match the exterior. And not that I'm hoping to age anymore. Like the carpet and the curtains. <laughs> Ew. Um <laughs> Ew. I like when she does that. Ew. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't have anything for that. I do. I have a sound effect. No, for I don't that? think you do. Uh, I, I don't even. I don't. Give me a Christian. I, no. I, that's what I'm saying. I don't even know if I have a Christian no. bail for this. Uh, Here. No. There you okay, go. Okay, that's all I can do. Uh, nailed yeah, there it. You go. <laughs> yeah. No, but I think 40 will actually really match my personality. Yeah. Because when people are like, uh, all the grown-ups in my life have always told me they were like, you were well, born a, f- a surly 40-year-old. Well, I I have a friend of mine who. He turned 40 about 30 years ago. Um, <laughs> and he told me when I turned 40. Is this AJ? No. no. Oh, okay. Who's AJ? Monsieur Lejeune. LJ. No, that's LJ. LJ. Sorry, LJ. sorry. LJ. Sorry, LJ. Sorry. Um, no, uh, I have a, a, no, I have a friend of mine. And he said, here's the thing about turning 40. It's that's when you start accruing emotional fuck you money. Because you're a 40 year old person. So that's when you can say to anybody who says, well, I think you should do this. You go, fuck no. you, asshole. I'm 40. <laughs> I'm going to make my own decisions. Jerry Seinfeld has the same joke in one of his most recent stand-ups. He's like, when you're 60 and you're a guy, you can just say, no. Like, Jerry, you got to see this. No. No, fuck you. Like, that's yeah. it. But uh, so there's a movie. And um, oh, but the man, neither of the boys want to discuss it. Heinz the Siders. master wants us to watch the movie. <laughs> I'm the master for this episode. The mistress. Uh, the, oh, I'm the madam. I prefer madam. Madame. So anyway. Reminds me of an interesting story. Oh, Shush. But I'm not going to tell you right the now. The we'll synopsis. The, um, yes. So we're watching The Brave Little Toaster. And it's a 1987 uh, movie where... The film was directed by Jerry Reese, as we discovered so roughly from Jason. How disappointing. Uh, the film is set in a world where domestic appliances and other electronics come to life, pretending to be lifeless in the presence of humans. So it's the appliance version of Toy Story. and It is Toy Story. Yeah, before yeah. Toy Story ever happened. Well, the it, story, it's, Hold on. It's, yeah. The story focuses on five anthropomorphic household appliances, which consist of a toaster, a lampstand, a blanket, a radio, and a vacuum cleaner. Who and go a vibrator. On a, and a rabbi. Who go on a quest <laughs> for their owner. So, 
Just if there was a vibrator. Where's the master? Where's the master? Garth is going to focus on her notes. No, just... Easy Norwegian cheesecake. It's like a flashlight. Is that what you had to say during your sexy movies? And I'm wondering. Yes. No, you can't come with us on this trip. Why not? <laughs> it's so funny because Mr. Brown brought his own appliance to this particular episode. So, he did. Um, he did. Am I on camera now? Yes. Brand new toaster. <laughs> yes. I was thinking it's about taking a sledgehammer to it to show what the brave little toaster had to go through. <laughs> yes, it. Yeah. But then I wouldn't be able to return it to Walmart by the end of the day. That, this is true. Uh, and that's what's crazy is that like the all of the appliances are apparently boys because they're referred to as fellows, guys, whatever throughout the movie. The only character that's actually uh, voiced by a girl is the toaster. So the star of the movie Ah. And uh, but she's still referred to as a boy in the movie. Uh, so that being said, we have uh, we've skipped through a lot of stuff with our, you know, shout outs and whatnot, which is fine. But Jason, we're about to focus on Phil Hartman pretty hard here for a second because and he's the HVAC. He's the air conditioner. Yeah. And he's very sensitive to the fact that he is stuck in the wall. Well, it, it, it's it's a very, very nightmarish kind of scenario mm -hmm. because you think like okay if the if, the, if appliances were alive <clears throat> what would they think about i mean well i mean like the toaster toaster's free it can go where it wants it can hop around but depending what a, on when the cord is or isn't working well that's true that's which true. in this movie is kind of iffy but i mean like if this movie was about if it was realistic and like they had a garbage disposal uh -huh. it's a thing that eats waste and it can't go anywhere and it the master really doesn't care about it see that's it's the very thing, depressing is, very depressing well that's what the movie comes down to is that uh you have to wonder why certain appliances are deemed treasured and some aren't so the hvac phil hartman uh his whole argument is that the master so the little boy his name is rob uh, you come to find Rob is not tall enough or has never been tall enough to reach the dials on the air conditioner. So he was never able to like adjust or play with the air conditioner in any way, shape or form. But even the five appliances that had the closest attachment to the master, only three of them really in even in my head. And I love this movie as a kid, even in my head, only three of them have a legitimate claim to the master. So the strongest claim is blanky. Because he snuggles with the blankie every single night. That makes sense. Yeah, uh, maybe the lampstand, uh, who he's replaced the bulb. That's and true, he... because when I was a kid, I really loved the lamp. See, that's what I'm saying. It, it I, weakens. I, was, I was so affectionate towards the lamp. <laughs> but once it... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is movie after the no blank, sense. You touched it every day. I did. I did. Along with other things. Yes. Well, it says the man but, who bought a toaster for But I'm episode. literally attached to those things. <laughs> you know? Yes, literally. Let's talk about let's talk about Joe Ranft. Sure. Okay, Joe because this movie is in a very real sort of way, it's kind of the prototype Pixar movie. Yes. It was Toy Story before Toy Story. Like, that's literally well, what happened. It, yeah, I mean, you, you had people, um, and Joe Ramped is the guy that I think of because he was he was a super talented voice actor, very talented writer. 
He was a very creative guy. So tell the hindsighters who this is. Uh, for those of them in, who might not know. Well, in the movie, he was... Who did he... He played... Uh, I can so pull up my IMDb. Yeah. Hang on. Joe Ramph played... Elmo St. Peter's. Yes. yes. Elmo St. Peter's. But mm-hmm. Joe Ramph died very, very young. He was in a car accident. He, if, if you've seen the Toy Story movies, he was Wheezy. Yeah. The Penguin. Yeah. Oh right, right. I remember the tribute we, to him. Wheezy, yeah. Wheezy was a wonderful character. But a couple you of ha- people have died from Toy Story, including um, Ernest. Uh, yeah. And, Jim uh, Varney. Jim Varney. Yeah, Jim Varney. And yeah. Uh, so Piggy was Piggy. he the pig? Yeah, he was the piggy bank. Yep. Uh, John Lasseter, who is not dead, but who was part of this movie, John Lasseter went on to become basically the driving force behind most of the Pixar movies that yes. we love. You know, he directed Toy Story, directed... I think he directed the first three Toy Stories. I don't know if he directed the fourth one, because by then his... He had some problems, you know, that mm-hmm. came to life. Personal issues, yeah. Yes. Yeah, he had a little bit of... Um, you know, some issues. He that, was supposed that to direct yeah. uh, using a mix of the hand drawn animation and computer animation, but it ended up being too expensive. And so he was let go. So that was another yeah. problem yeah. that arose with this. Well, and this, this movie, you know, if, uh, stylistically, thematically, it has a lot of, you know, ties to Toy Story, but it also has sort of a productions, you know, there. If they had had computers back then, they would have done it. They would have done Toy Story here. They didn't have that ability, so they did it as a traditional hand-drawn animation. Right. And they kind of scrambled because uh, John Lovitz, for instance, who plays who? Radio. Radio. Mm -hmm. John Lovitz. He recorded everything that he had in one day. Yeah. Why? Because he was going to be on SNL. He got the he got the job on SNL. They said we want you in New York tomorrow, and so he said, "Well, I'm going to leave this movie." Yeah, he was about to ditch the project, yeah, and they 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 begged him to yeah. stay around. They were like, "If you could just we'll we'll get it all done in one day." One like day. they they made yeah. it as snappy as possible. And so. he has a great voice in here. I just he I has love so John many Lovitz. good quotes. Like yes. uh, at John one, Lovitz is one of my favorite. He is wonderful. Yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, he's the critic. But uh, continue with your story so we don't get... He's a pathological liar, too. (laughs) And subliminal man, I believe. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 that's Kevin, uh, Mr. Subliminal? Uh, Oh, Oh, yeah. Kevin... um, Neelan? Kevin Kevin Neelan. Oh, okay, that's right. Get it together. I still still use that bit every now and then. Yeah. It's a great bit. You've done it on our show before. Yeah. It wasn't so subliminal when you tried it. (laughs) It was a little more overt. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it wasn't really all that subliminal at the time. You no, know. exactly. So, Jason, uh, continue with your story. With, yes, we're with, listening. With, with uh, Joe Ramp. But hang on, I wanted to look something up because I actually found out an interesting piece of SNL trivia. No, that's okay. So, I'll continue on. So, uh, what's happening, Hindsiders, is that the appliances are feeling abandoned because their master, he's this little boy that they grew up with. And that's what I sort of left off on is the fact that Blanky should have the strongest relationship with the master. He snuggles with him in bed. That makes sense. Then maybe the lamp, and then maybe the radio, then maybe toaster, and then maybe Kirby. What little boy do you know that's actually 
vacuuming. Well, what little boy Her- hasn't experimented with a vacuum hose? You know, there's no hose on Kirby. You perv. <laughs> Not anymore. <Ew. laughs> Thanks, Archer. No, Ew. no, because his, his mom had to take it away. Oh God. <laughs> Eastbound uh-huh. and down. Uh-huh. No Go care. for it. I always yeah. thought that was Richard Petty. <laughs> which doesn't even I, merit a response, even mirror mother. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, I found out an uh, uh, interesting piece of uh, Saturday Night Live trivia. It's not really... It's kind of sad. Do you remember Jan Hooks? Of course. She dated uh, Kevin Nealon for the yeah. longest time. Big, big friend. You ignorant slut. <laughs> yeah. Jan Hooks. No, that's Jane Curtin. That's Jane Curtin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jan Hooks I had to do pro- it projecting a little bit. Yeah, big, mm-hmm. big, big friend with Phil Hartman. Now, now you're projecting. In fact, when Phil Hartman died, and when they did the tribute uh-huh. on uh, Saturday Night Live to Phil Hartman, Jan Hooks. I mean, I remember watching that when she started to cry. I started to cry. Aww. It was so sweet. When Jan Hooks passed away, though, do you know where Jan Hooks is buried? I do not. No, I don't know there. Cedartown, Georgia. Right next to Phil Hartman? Like, wait, I, no, sorry, I'm seeing it on your search. How far so is it from here? I, Should we go visit her grave? I was actually about, I do to, it. I was actually about to say that Cedartown is not far from here. Aww. Cedartown, Georgia is, Aww. if we wanted to visit there, we could be there in less than an hour. Then we're going. Okay. Done. Yeah. I visited, I visited Andy Kaufman's grave in Long Island. What? I took a train out there, you know, hiked out there, and it was amazing. Yeah. We can go some When we go to New Thank York, you we'll, very we'll, much. We'll I wonder there. if he's actually buried there. <laughs> when we go That's to New York. That's the question. Yeah. That's the question. Apparently, I'm going, I'm going to New York Insiders. I'm just not aware Get of Get your yet. shit together. <laughs> yes. Come on, Darth. Get scuba certified. We're re- go we're to New York. What does New York have to do with scuba certified? We're going to re- no, we a death list. wish with you. We have a list of things that you've got to do. I, th- I thought of both of you today. You, you have to go to wish. Uh, no, hold on. Okay. Because uh, Jerry Seinfeld, I was re-watching Seinfeld earlier today, and uh, Jerry was talking about how he's not like a master of conflict. <laughs> and he was like, I'm not like the Charlie Bronson where your family gets wiped out and then you just go and kill everybody. Because the, what they tell you to live... You know, the best revenge is to live your best life, right? So you go out and it's like, Charlie, have you ever thought about like just going out and getting a nice caddy and like getting a good suit and then just living your best life as opposed to wiping everybody? Forget the 357. No, I never thought of that. I was like, ah, yeah. Speaking Uh, of Seinfeld, I have a bombshell. Oh, no. About Uh Seinfeld. Oh, no. Is it going to make us sad? Is it going to make us cry? This might might make you cry. There is a movie. Somebody did a 3D rendering of Seinfeld's apartment. (gasps) And it's impossible, isn't it? it, They they found out it is here. I'm going to put it up. Where they can see it. If the camera's looking Look at, at that. it. Look at that. It's Seinfeld's apartment. If you see the... It can't exist. The hallway outside uh, cannot exist. That's a The lot. magic of film. Larry, yeah. David, you broke my heart. <laughs> you bastard. Um, yeah. So there's a movie. Um, oh, right. So he, what's she happening... Keeps bringing us back. I know, right? in. I'm going to make you cry one way or the other, gentlemen. So... Uh, what happens is the appliances decide to go out and find the master because they... <laughs> you can't say that. They go out and decide to find Rob. The master. Rob. Okay. That's his name. Ooh. So if they go out... Is Rob a tough master? <laughs> he robs the master. Anyway, uh, 
the toaster, the lamp, the radio, the blankie, and Kirby the vacuum, aka Tony the tiger, and Franny the flesh. Yeah, who is? What is Tony the tiger's name? A name I can never remember. Help me out here, Darth uh, Jader. I don't know, Lord Byron. And it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing how they got know. how they got Kirby, who is alternating current, to suddenly run on direct <laughs> yeah, current. Yeah. So they got a big battery. They, hindsiders so that they could travel outside of the house. Well, they've, so, got, a, they've got an inverter also. Well, you know, that's right. They, they got, you know. Rectum fryers or rectifiers. <laughs> that's the lack of logic in this movie is the fact that the uh, the cords on the appliances don't always apply. Sometimes they, no. It, it, sometimes the appliances can you know move around on their own. Sometimes they require an energy source. It, it, that doesn't make any sense. I'll give you that. But it's Thurl Ravenscroft, a.k.a. Yes. Tony the Tiger. The greatest name ever. Thurl. T-H-U-R-L. He voices yeah. Kirby. And the the one... How, can you imagine going to a restaurant? Can I have a name for the party? Ravenscroft. Yes. Thurl Ravenscroft. Ravenscroft. Let's go to Genya and give them that name. <laughs> yes, okay. Thurl. Yes. Next, uh, when we go to Genya... For uh, Ravenscroft, a local restaurant four. in downtown Alpharetta. We didn't give you that tip. Yeah. Don't go there. It's where the cool kids hang out. It is. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So now we 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 are actually at a point where we do need to take a break. Okay. Okay. What I will break Sorry. on is the fact that Thurl Ravenscroft. He is the vacuum. He's Kirby, and he thinks that grass is shag carpeting, <laughs> and with these she older said shag. I love you, it. You've missed me for far too long, apparently. I have, yes. um, so he doesn't actually turn on his shag. Um, what do you even call it? Like where shag setting. Yeah, his shag setting until mm-hmm. they hit these. You don't want the grass to get caught in your teeth. You know what? Never mind my point, hindsight. We're going to take a break. No, we're going to take a break. We'll be back. This is when hindsight. we're back. We're going to tell tell you about a new automobile that was purchased. Yes. By yes. one of our peeps. We are. We'll Hercules, be back in a Hercules. few seconds. We'll be back in approximately one second. And we're back. We're back. We're back. In Don't the brave, the brave Maybe. little toaster who's very brave because this is the movie where he finally comes to term with his sexuality. Yes. Who? Whoever. The brave guy. Who's brave? The He's, toaster? Well, okay. That's He's a the good, gay one. You know He's what? He's the gay one. The Brave Little Toaster is the one who's voiced by a woman. I will give you that. What is her uh, name? Her name is Deanna Oliver. I know a story about Deanna Oliver. Do you really? And I suspect you know the same story. Oh, Did you, you hooked up with her in college. I wish. <laughs> oh <my God>. No. <laughs> Do you know the story about her son? John Oliver. Oh, God. Really? I have no yeah. idea. I just threw that out. Should I know this? Oliver no. Twist. Her son is in the service. Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. You know the story? Autographs. It's a be- you tell the story. There better be a happy yeah. ending to this. So her son, I don't know. I don't think oh, I yes. know it in the same detail that you do, Jason. But I think uh, you know it Deanna, about as much as I do. Deanna yeah. Oliver's son is in the United States uh, military. I don't know what branch. I don't know a lot about it. I think it's the Coast Guard. Okay. And when you're here, you're family. Yes, uh, to the point where uh, people come up to Deanna Oliver and they ask her for autographs, like, on their toasters. So the weirdos, Aww. such as Mr. Brown, who travel with their own toasters, come up and ask for 
autographs when, and when, when her when her son when her son was going to Afghanistan and she came and I think she she said some words I guess even though she might have had a speech or something at some gathering and you're you're absolutely correct other service members came showed up with toasters asking her to autograph their toasters oh that's <laughs> Before, wonderful Aww. yeah and it, it's Aww. a very sweet thing and she did it more she to did. the point more to the point she was a person who played a tiny little role in a movie, an animated movie. Not a tiny little role. There were multiple movies. This is a movie franchise. Well, there's Brave Little Toaster. Brave Little Toaster goes to Mars. Brave Little Toaster to the rescue. Okay. Brave Little Toaster does Dallas. True. <laughs> Oh, that's that's the unrated one. Do you know? Wait, <laughs> the but wait a minute. One. But wait a minute. Yes. Brave Little Toaster goes to Mars. Do you know who played? Do you know who played the? I'm sure, I don't. I'm afraid to ask who. There, when they went to Mars, they found a NASA rover that had broken down. Mm-hmm. And do you know who played that rover? Do oh. tell. Please tell us. DeForest Kelly. No! Yes. Naturalmente. Dr. McCoy. Uh, Dr. McCoy bones. played in Brave Little Toaster Goes to Mars, God. which, in my opinion, the superior of the two movies. Really? Whoa. Controversial, I know. It's worth Shots a look. Shots fired. It's worth Controversial. a look. Controversial. All right. I will probably be canceled for saying this. <laughs> Cancel culture. Yes. I'm going to be working the soundboard next week. Yes. <laughs> yes. But I, I would say Brave Little Toaster Goes to Mars oh, I, is the superior of the two movies. There. Uh, wow. Discuss. All Which right. is weird because we're about to, you know, we're coming upon a very poignant moment in the movie of the original Brave Little Toaster. When the kid dies? No, nobody oh. dies in Brave Little Toaster. Not calm, even calm the toaster. Down. Yeah, I was. I, no, that's where no, tears no, began no, to no, flow. No, 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 no. That is not true. Someone does die. Kirby. No, you know who dies? Lamp. Not the air conditioner. <gasps> Lampy. No. No, Lampy doesn't die either. No. I have a question for you. Can you get your device under control, Mister Mitchell? That'd be great. Silence that thing. That poor he's, device. He's now the fleshy appendage of his device. That's always yeah, worth. It. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, I have nomophobia. Um, <laughs> no, somebody does die in the later scenes in the movie. Do tell. In the wrecking yard, <gasps> there is a fucking car. Mini cars. No, but there's one that's like, yay, I'm going to kill myself. And he goes into the wrecking machine. Yeah, he does. He commits suicide. What the ever loving fuck? Yeah, it's well, okay. So to bring this, to loop it back to a positive note. So uh, the appliances go through so many challenges throughout this movie so gentlemen i have to ask you who's the bravest appliance amongst the the five so think Dildo. about it Hold. anyway think about it bunny rabbit <laughs> number one lampy because lampy sacrifices himself and when they're in the middle of the forest yes. to charge the battery uh because hindsighters we didn't really cover this uh cords power cords are sort of 
important in this movie and they're sort optional. of not. Yeah, yeah. they're optional. They're optional power um, cords. So that being said, uh, the way that the appliances decide to travel is that Kirby pulls them on a wheelie chair that's attached to a battery that yeah. is like duct taped to said uh, chair <laughs> while the rest of the appliances sit on top of the chair. And uh, so uh, to, to find the blankie who is sheltering the rest of the appliances during a rainstorm, he gets blown away during the wind and it's horrible and they're looking for Blanky. Oh no, where'd you go? But hold on, hold on. Okay. So uh, Lampy sacrifices himself. He plugs himself into the battery to recharge the battery because it's running out of charge. He gets shot at by lightning and bursts his bulb and that's like a fate worse than hell for him because that's oh his whole purpose. <laughs> that's his whole purpose though is to have his little, uh, you know, his little bulb mm-hmm. glowing for the master so that the, the master can read. The bravest, in my opinion. But we're not through that, though. So Blanky. Okay, but hold on. Yeah. But there's Kirby, who also does the waterfall rescue. Oh, yeah. I remember he, that. Yeah. He jumps into straight water as a vacuum to rescue the rest of the appliances. And then there's the toaster herself. Well, he's a boy in the movie, but a toaster. He's LGBT. Like, LGBTQ. He's, he's binary. Lesbian, bacon, tomato, <laughs> and whatever. Anyway, yeah. uh, Toaster yeah. throws himself into the trash compactor gears in order to save the master from getting his hand crushed. <clears throat> so all of, well, not all of the appliances, but you say Blanky, and blanky. I don't have a I would why say Blanky, Jason. My, my opinion, every character in the movie is a nominally grown up mature char- character except for blanky yes blanky, blanky's a baby blanky's a baby who's like terrified of everything the whole world is absolutely horrific except for the truly horrendous things that happen to him like when they get sucked into the mud even yeah. toasters like Un- unplug yourself blanky get away and blanky's like I'm not scared, even though he's being sopped into the mud, and it's just so heartbreaking. I ain't scared, I, bitch. <laughs> Fuck he just you. says, I'm not scared, but it... The it, solar opposites are looking for the master. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Kirby, the toughest of them all, the, you know, the, the vacuum, a.k.a. Tony the Tiger, he's got ha- the deep voice, and he's so tough and cranky, but he... <laughs> He's, you know, the softest amongst them all. <laughs> Sorry. Yummy a lack. Um, <laughs> you need to watch uh, Solar Opposites. I've seen Solar Opposites. Okay. Season two. Is it on Netflix? I haven't seen the newest Hulu. one. Oh, Hulu. All yeah. right. Season two, it's they, they, they it's rip. the Rick and Morty people. They, they rip on well, Hulu so much. Yeah, it's they do. It's so awesome. <laughs> Do they still uh, have like the hamster cage of tiny people? Oh my god! Or they escaped the last wall? season? Yeah. Okay. Oh no, the wall is totally. Let's not a thing. ruin it for uh, for the viewers. Okay. But uh, brave but we're gonna ruin brave little toaster for the viewers. Well, that's the point of this episode, yes. gentlemen. So. Don't watch it. <laughs> Don't listen to him. No, insiders. it's a the, fantastic. The holy movie. mountain is actually better. Oh. I'm scared. See, this is where I might need that hug is where when we watch the Holy Mountain, because I hear that 
despite the fact that Jason actually keeps a picture of my dog in his own office, there are dogs that yeah. died in the Holy Mountain for the Holy Mountain. And it's, I it's almost three hours long. You know, you know, my collection of knives, right? Yes. Do you know what I'm going to do oh, to you? Oh, yeah. I'm going to make you look like those dogs. That's fine. That's what That's I'm going to do. That's fine. When you watch The Holy Mountain, everything in your life before is yeah. like, that was the fake stuff. After you've seen The Holy Mountain, your eyes are open. It's garbage. but uh, Yes, so, it is garbage, actually. So <laughs> yes. You see the relationship between certain appliances and the master going through this movie, you know, because there is a movie hindsight. But you see, no, I actually, I don't think the master cares. Yes, he does. I really, I see. He I, went back for them. He does. He, he goes, went back. He does. He goes back for them. And then searches. But mm-hmm. I, In a junkyard. I don't really think that... I think the level of commitment on the appliances part is way, way, way higher. Well, of course it is because, I mean, think about the relationship. That's what I brought up earlier in the episode is the fact that I honestly, I don't know why the movie is based around the toaster. And despite the fact that this is one of my very favorites from my childhood. That's a good point. uh, Now, okay, we're at a poignant Part oh, the, the nightmare scene. Yeah, the nightmare scene where the toaster... Which was cut out, by the way. They cut this entire scene. Yeah, the the producers and yeah. like everybody... The big wigs did not like this scene where, honestly, the toaster has With a nightmare. With the clowns splooging Clowns are everybody. scary. Yeah. They are. Uh, it's like Killer Clown from the little yes, toaster. Yes, and his semen that turns into forks. Ew. And, so what happens, yeah. hindsighters... Uh, I'm not doing it for you I again. just like when you go... Ew, I don't know so, why. The toaster has a genuinely frightening nightmare where uh, he dreams that he's burning the toast and that's already a bad thing in and of itself. But then the smoke grabs the master when the because ma- the master's now grown. He's in college, but the appliances remember him as a little boy. Yeah. So the smoke grabs the master by the middle and then turns into a clown and then... It gets even more horrifying because the clown is, like, holding the toaster over a bathtub full of water. Oh, it's awful. That's the it's, worst it's way to go. It's genuinely horrifying. Is it ever really explained in the movie? And this is a very honest question. Like, they remember the master as, as a little boy. As a little boy. Uh-huh. And there seems to be a big gulf between little boy and where he is. Yes, because they live at his vacation cottage. It's not like uh, a main yeah, okay. place where he clearly Rob doesn't go stays. every year. Right. Yeah. yeah. Long hiatus from the vacation house. Yeah. So what? It's like a vacation house in New Jersey or <laughs> the Catskills. We, okay. <laughs> We're going into the Catskills. But uh no, it, so you come to find you have to understand that Rob's family owns the cottage because there's somebody in the beginning where Blanky flips out and he's like, there's a car. And so all the appliances sort of stack up on top of each other to see like if the master is coming back in his car. And then there's a for sale sign that gets hammered into the front yard. So it's clearly the master's and his parents house, but that's uh, a question that I came up with when I was rewatching this as an adult because uh, 
No, because later you find out. So the master, like the appliances, remember him as a little boy, like you said, Jason. And then yeah. now Rob is like in his twenties or like you know late teens, where he's going to college. He's come out and of the closet. He's with a man. No, he's with know. a woman named Name, Chris. Named he's Chris. Tra- he's transitioning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's slowly and transitioning. It's an urban relationship yes. because yes. he's a ginger. He has yeah. no soul. Who they, cares? They live in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, but um. God, you derailed the hell out of me. Uh, you come to find that the he and his parents did own the property, but he goes back to get the toaster, the lamp, the vacuum and stuff for his new college <clears throat> dormitory. But, it, uh, and I forget where we were going with it. Only you no, could yeah. remember that. I don't actually We were never on that train. <clears throat> yes. Um, but they did own the property, so uh, even Kirby the Vacuum, a.k.a. Tony the Tiger, is like, oh, well, who cares? We're going to have a new master now soon anyway. Like, it doesn't matter. And Tony the Tiger, whose real name was... Thurl Ravenscroft. There you Thurl, go. Thurl Ravenscroft. Greatest name there needs to be. I'm gonna legally change my name. Yes, I'm Darth Jader, and that's yeah. a pretty badass name. I'm gonna change I, my name. I think that we should. Comments. I think we should start a petition. The next of the USS Ford class. Oh my! USS Thurl Ravenscroft. Is that what I should have named the Dodge? Uh, maybe. Yes. Oh shoot! I should have named. Yeah. Oh, because Hindsiders. Maybe uh, we haven't announced here this. Here we go. Yet. Here we go. Guess we were talking about shagging before. The yes. shagwall. <laughs> Someone's got a shagwall. Tell us, tell us, tell us I, the story. Mm-hmm. As you all know, for four years, I've had Gunter. Gunter was a very good car. He was a Mercedes C350 4Matic. But I got rid of him. <laughs> with zero remorse he because, of because Gunter's warranty ran out poor bastard yeah. that poor appliance <clears throat> no, his seriously. master gave up on him <laughs> he's in the yeah, junkyard right now yeah. waiting for master yeah. to come back oh no <laughs> no he's German <laughs> no but, but he's German if he is in a junkyard he's going this is fine <laughs> I am German. This is my destiny. Is this is it? De- yeah. <laughs> no. What happened was oh. I went to the car wash. I went to the car wash in my Mercedes, and I go through the car wash, which is like a you know like a once a week kind of enjoyable thing for me. I drive out of the car wash, and then water begins to come. It's, it's raining inside the, the car. Yeah, inside the car, water begins to pour. From the speakers, from the yeah, everything. Oh no! And I, I, I look at my thing and I realize, oh, my warranty ran out last month. Mm. Well, it's time to get a new car. <laughs> so I went to Carmax, like you do, and I found one of the six in the entire country. God help us! There were only six Jaguar. F-types. Jaguar. Oh, Jaguar. And so now... Jaguar. I own a Jag. He does. And it, it is a nice-looking car. I, like, it's got a, a wide wheelbase. I wheel love base. it. I, 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 I literally... I was checking out its 
rear end. And hindsighters, uh, Jason thinks that Dark Jader is stupid because now. No, I don't. What? Hold what? On. Have I gotten to the end okay. of my. But I don't think you're stupid, though. Uh, hold on. It's a part of the bit. Okay, well. Let her finish. Let, uh, all, all girls want to do is finish, Jason. Jesus. <sighs> so, anyway. True. <laughs> so. Takes a while. Uh, yeah, fair uh, enough. Uh, we're like Particularly if men keep intervening. <laughs> <laughs> we keep trying to put in our two cents. Let her finish on her own. Let her finish. She's best that way. Anyway, there was a movie at some point. No, 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 no. No, you can't finish. No, you, you can't do this it. to us. You can't what? leave finish us hanging. Oh, I can't it. do this to you. Finish it. All right, All right I guess you can if you want, but don't, please. I've been told by a certain gentleman that I'm familiar with is that the Jaguar and the Porsche are obviously going to outstrip the Dodge. So what the hell kind of race fair, are we even going to have? To be fair. Because Jason does want to race yes. hindsighters. That's what he wants to do. To be fair, the Jag and the Porsche have one advantage over the Dodge. Corners. <laughs> Straightaways are the Dodge's specialty. Yes. It's a muscle car. Yeah, it's a muscle car. Yes, she yes. is. The Queen Anne's Revenge. But if you turn the wheel to the left, <laughs> you see, there's this thing called understeer. Mm. That's going to get you. Me and Mr. Brown, we will turn left and you will go forward. With a and squeal. You, and you will hit the sheep in the field. <laughs> <laughs> I've, no, I've been told by my mechanic boyfriend that I'm being taken for a ride because both of y'all are going to smoke me in this race. No. He said that? that? No. Yes, he did. No. no he did not, say that. Yeah, well, yeah, but because he's really cool and knowledgeable about cars, but that's irrelevant. It's only, so, it's only yeah. the thing that he does for yes. a living. <laughs> yes. No, what we're going to do is... All three of us are going to go to a racetrack a little bit north of us. Mm. And actually, I didn't mention this to either of you, but the folks from the scuba place. Oh, God. They are now, I've told them, we're going to be going north here and we're going to race cars. And I've told them, bring your cars <laughs> and we're going to have a complete Shit show. Everything you can imagine. Dodge Challenger, Porsche Boxster, Jaguar F-Type, <laughs> and whatever the fuck they want to bring, and we are all going to just... English Mini? Whatever. whatever. Yeah. Whatever they got. Oh. Why not? And we are going to tear the shit out of that racetrack. Oh, my God. And it's going to be epic. To, I'm going to have to take out some extra insurance. <laughs> we need to get, no, some, get actually, some GoPro footage of yes. it. Yes. And we'll yeah. put it through the, yeah. the podcast. And, no, yeah, yeah. Good. the insurance thing, don't even bother. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and ask him. This is my grandpa's yeah. car. I'm not about to fuck no, around. No, it isn't. Not it's, anymore. It's your you car. It's your car, baby. That's true. Yeah. Uh, she is in my name. I've got the... HMS Queen Anne's Revenge. Yes. That's you. That is That's true. Yours. That is you. Uh, she is in my now, name. Now, wait a minute. You have the Queen Anne's Revenge. I have Jezza. 
I also have, uh, well, the other car doesn't count. What is the Porsche's name? The Silver Bullet. It's okay. been the Silver Bullet. You knew right. this. Since Come day on. one, yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Oh, but he hasn't been for a ride in the Silver Bullet. Only Darth, Darth Jader's gotten day. that privilege. That's right. I got to remember how to drive a stick. It's been like, it's been a long time. It's been a long, lonely, 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 lonely time. When was the last time you drove a stick? She never has. Really? I have too. You have? I know you've handled a stick, but I didn't know you drove one. Yikes. Um, <laughs> I've done both, Mr. Brown. Yeah, You're yeah. jealous that you weren't there you know, either here, time. Here, here, I wasn't there to watch. Here's my problem. Here's my <laughs> yes. problem with driving a stick. It's literally from 10 miles an hour to 150 miles an hour, I'm fine. It's that first. But from zero to (laughs) ten. Zero to hero, just like that. (laughs) Now, that's the problem I have. I remember driving a stick for the first time at a red light on a hill with a car in front of me and a car behind me going, what do I do? (laughs) It is a lost art. It It really is. is It really is. This will be a fun episode preempting uh, our race, but... uh, Oh yeah, there was also a movie this, this movie point. sucks. <sighs> I don't know. I I have to say, what I learned. Oh, they're in the quicksand now. Oh, it's so depressing. <laughs> they're all sinking. And oh. then like the hand, he picks him up, but he's like, he's just gonna sell them for parts. I know he's gonna dissect them and rip them apart. It, that is the morbid part. This is kind and of that was a, a creep show. Well, that's the thing. Like speaking of somebody who has literally taken toasters and everything else my god knows my parents owned and disassembled it and taken the parts out stop funneling the toaster seriously so soft and so weird it's nice it's nice you should try it (laughs) i shan't (laughs) i shan't and i won't i decline Oh my um, God! Look at that car he's driving. Oh, and the, the so the guy who's collecting the uh, appliances from the mud pit is that he, Joe Ramp? Is that him? I don't know. Here, here's the IMDb. <laughs> Here you go. But he does. Uh, the guy who is collecting the appliances in order to bastardize them into other parts, he does have a dog named Quadruped. <laughs> oh <laughs> Which man. Is very, kind of an obvious name nose. for a dog. Yeah, it's, it's on very, the nose, considering the nose. Yeah. you know, talking about his limbs. Yeah. <laughs> Organic <laughs> creature. Yes. Uh, and it's clearly the same guy who voices Rob, the master. <laughs> like, they they only had, like, seven people do this entire movie, clearly. It's okay. but um, And it didn't really make much money at the time. No, it... it but, but it eventually... The Disney Channel. Well, on Disney, uh, even the original is not available right now. Really? Really. It's uh, Brave Little Toaster to the Rescue that's available right now. Ah. Are we watching something too racy? We're like, watching the original oh. Brave Little Toaster. Is that Phil oh, Hartman man. That, that did the lamp? Phil too? Hartman, yes, he did. Uh, he, he was the HVAC, so... Uh, Jason, do you want to further depress our listeners and tell them what the hell happened to Phil Hartman? No. Uh, okay. Uh, look it <laughs> Neither up. Neither in the movie nor in reality. Yeah, yeah, I don't want yeah. to relive that. Seriously, it's, go on Wikipedia, look it up. Yeah. It's, it's horrible. We but will let me ask you, you this, though. I will ask you this. Where were you when you found out? About you know, Phil Hartman? About, yeah. 
I was older. Like, it was way after the fact of what happened to him. Okay. I right. didn't know when it happened because I was not of I age. was in my living room listening to it on the radio in Virginia Beach, Virginia. I'll I never was, forget. So John Lovitz told you. Yes. Yeah, John Lovitz, the official yeah. radio. Yeah. In his voice, he <laughs> yes. told me. The only radio that I was exists. I was actually with uh, LJ and another friend of mine. I think you mean AJ. <laughs> oh, my God. I know, I messed that up earlier. That is so sad. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, LJ. I didn't mean it. He doesn't listen, so it's fine. Um, but I respect <laughs> yeah. him more than I respect you, so whatever. That's good. That's good. No, we were on a vacation. We were all in college. We went to uh, Florida. We were in Kissimmee, St. Cloud. Yeah. And I was cooking dinner for oh. everybody else. And I had the radio on. Mm-hmm. And it came across the radio. And Phil Hartman. That was yeah. gone, yeah. yeah. Been I remember and that. I, I remember it. I can, I can close my eyes and remember the room I was in. It was like Kennedy dying, which yeah. is so weird because it's like, well, it wasn't the president. It was it was Phil Hartman. No, I mean, I remember where I was when I heard that Robin Williams yes. died. Like yeah. it just yeah. it, it broke my heart, which and is still not right. It, it's still not right. No, it's it still sits with me. Yeah. And it's never it's <clears throat> never going to sit right with me yeah. ever. And, but, spe- and it's been like eight or nine years now, hasn't it? How, it hasn't long, been, how long has it been? I don't uh, even know. Because I kept the time. I still have the Time magazine, which gave a kind of a history of his life. Yeah. And, and But, you know, time just flies. It's amazing. I mean, Phil Phil Hartman. Was that like 95? Was that on or about that time? I remember. <sighs> yeah. Well, no, no. I went to college in 96. Oh, oh okay. my God. Robin Williams died in 2014. See, I told you. Six, six, when, when six did, years ago. Look, or seven, seven years ago. Seven years would, ago. Would you, would you, would you mind? Would you, would you Hartman, mind looking? Yes, yeah, look up. When did, when did Phil Hartman die? Not a problem. And it was so, it was so tragic. You know, it was so horrible. And it was so complete, you know? Because it's like you 1998. find out. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, 98. I, I 23 was, years just, ago? Am I doing just that right? hit double digits when Phil Hartman died. <sighs> Am I right, though? So, wait, yeah. 23. Yeah, 98. So, you're correct. It, oh that's, my like God. A, that's like in a lifetime. That's right. I've got to stop that's... picking movies. Well, it's not. Okay, what this, the one, fuck, this one's not lady? my fault because uh, Brian's <laughs> song was where we got the most poignant recently. Uh, uh, John Lovitz is still alive. Yes, yeah. he, is. he is still working. And He's hilarious. That's what I'm holding on to. I yeah. love him. And one of the things yeah. that I remember John Lovitz from is an episode of Friends where uh, Monica, Courtney Cox, was trying to impress him as a chef. And. Rachel Jennifer Aniston was trying to be the uh, waitress for Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox was so much hotter. Uh, we so we know hotter. your feelings about the Friends girls, but uh, anyway, uh, John Lovitz was the uh, the restaurant owner that Courtney <laughs> Cox was trying to impress, and he was so stoned the entire time that he was at her apartment. And he was like, "Ah, <clears throat> Cheerios." Let's throw those in a, a bowl of milk and like throw gummy bears and like he's so stoned and he's like grab on fellas here's a Cheerio like, <laughs> cigarette sure I wasn't talking to you <laughs> I was talking to the cigarette he's a mess cigarette and, and Jennifer prepare Anderson prepare like, to be smoked Jennifer Anderson was like he's high uh, like he's so speaking, high oh my god speaking of high we have to take a break. 
Oh, we do? Oh, I don't know. I don't know oh. where you were going with where that. Where is this going? No, Remember, I was going to say no, a federal no. offense. Um, I saw the video. We mentioned this like probably four or five episodes ago. About you Her- remember Harrison Ford okay. being stoned off his ass. Oh, my. And okay. I actually, this week, I found the clip of Harrison Ford <laughs> trying to do a voiceover while he was stoned off his ass. Go on YouTube. Just look up Harrison Ford stoned. Jason it will- is hilarious Jason will insert it in this portion of the episode right here I probably won't yeah yeah damn it uh, anyway he knows best what he will do so the point of the learn movie, to edit fine uh the point of the movie at which we find ourselves hindsiders is the fact that the the poor appliances they fall into a mud pit after they you know try to Cross a river with a waterfall in Kirby. We have to mention Kirby. Yes. He's so heroic. Yes, he dives do. in <laughs> into the river to find and this is where the power cords are sort of problematic. Uh logic Suspension sort of loses. Of disbelief. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Because Kirby like launches himself off of the ravine to go dive in after Blanky, Lampy, Radio, and Toaster. And then they unfortunately find themselves in uh, a chop house where, yeah, like what Jason was saying is that you can use their guts for another part, for another, you know, appliance, whatever. This movie should never, ever be shown to an actual human child <laughs> well because i grew up will, on this it, it explains it will, a lot about me hindsight. it will give them a complex when you go like my mouse is broken i shall throw it away now seriously like, no you can't but i have a story about this because my dad like i used to have this 101 dalmatians uh trash can that went in my bathroom when i was a kid and my dad broke it I know on accident he broke it on accident when he was fixing something in my bathroom. And when he was like... So wait, your dad was trying to keep the house from burning down, and he broke a fucking garbage... Burning down? What are you talking about? Well, what was he fixing? He's making it a little more dramatic. Yeah. I, I guess. Uh, your what? dad was doing something important, accidentally broke a kid's fucking garbage can. Yes, and so he's addressing my mother, and he's like, Janet, what should I do with this? And I was like, oh my gosh. you!" And he was like, no, Jade, no, no. No tears over a garbage can. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> and I was like, you were fresh off of my little toaster. Yeah, know, it my must have been. Toaster, yeah. And I was like, everything in my world is so real. Like, fucking, <laughs> this fucking garbage can will be waiting toaster. for me, the master, to come back for it. <laughs> the master so is displeased with you. No, like I, I had a coworker who messed with me, and this was way more real. So I, uh, I had a, a boyfriend many years ago who gave me um, a, a syphilis. <laughs> Ew. Um, I, said, I said toaster. Y'all made it so much worse. I, I was, said toaster. So uh, I, made, I, I made it real. Uh, <laughs> a sheriff Woody doll from Toy Story. Gave her a Woody. 
<laughs> You've got a friend in me. You. Oh, this could go south so quickly. It already did. So quickly. Hindsiders, they've ruined this whole episode for me. Can someone can someone help me, please? No, there is no There is no help for you. I give up. No. So so anyway, there was a Woody that was in you. <laughs> Who cares? And what happened? He was given to you by a friend. No one cares. Did, did uh, penicillin cure it? I mean, that's the question. His name is Woody. <laughs> <laughs> and the song is You've Got a Friend in Me. <laughs> I never went to such a dark, dark place as when I met these two people. So, oh yeah, he's blaming this on me now. So, <laughs> you're the one who brought up Woody being a friend in you. I actually think, in serious terms, yes, that this movie is more scarring than the Holy Mountain. I think it was wrong. Good. I think it was wrong about the Holy I Mountain. Got tears in my eyes, right? The Holy now. Mountain. I hate both of you. The Holy sincerely. Mountain is like like nothing compared to this. Good. This is the most scarring movie. Good. I've ever seen. <laughs> Excellent. I need a safe word. Nah, I think you've already ruined my night for me. So uh. banana. Uh, anyway, potato. Well, anyway, now this is when it really starts getting crazy because the appliances have made it back to the master's house, but yeah. the master's left to go get them at the house that no, they just left. Yeah, exactly. This is when the entire movie goes into a very dark place. Yes. Indeed. Be well, because this is when you've got like a guy... And he's like his arm is stuck in the in the trash compactor, you know, carnival of souls kind of thing. Yeah. It's almost like the ending of the Sylvester Stallone movie. We, you know, when he yes. got on the hook yes. and went through the fire. Now, I, I will tell you, when I watched this in preparation for this episode. Preparation H. The scene. Operation Wang Chung, ass. Yeah. <laughs> the scene where the toaster throws himself into that machine and is just crushed and into the compactor it's so yeah. it's so i already asked you guys about that why it's did you horrible. ask us ask us again i said <sighs> that was touching god you guys suck it's like he so, threw himself on the grenade to what, save his people i asked you who was the bravest of the appliances i thought so it was a toaster. the movie's called the brave little toaster i still say it's the blanket Okay, but we never got back to that okay. because y'all got perverted and weird and that's what happens on this show. So who is, hold on. So who's the bravest? The lamp? Because he, you know, gets the lightning strike in the battery to recharge the battery. Yeah. Two, Kirby, who waterfall rescues everyone else. He jumps off a ravine to go jump into water as an appliance to save his fellow appliances. Kiss of death for most electrical products. Now, the toaster has two votes of confidence because here's what, he's the first one who says, we're the ones, we're going to go find the master. That's, it's his idea in the first place. Second of all, he's the one who throws himself into the trash compactor in order to save the master from crushing his hand. You're right. You're right. So who's the bravest appliance? But, but you're saying but blanket. The blan but the blanket is a baby. 
He's so, not a baby. It's just the fact that he's been treated like a baby. He gets snuggled. Well, I know, but like I feel like for the blanket to go anywhere. <laughs> the blanket. Look at him. He's. I mean, he yeah. Cute. You look he at loves the, bl- the master. For the blanket to do anything out of its comfort zone, I feel like it's like a huge emotional investment. Because it's a baby. It's a tiny little thing, and it's like... But the master is his whole world. The fact that the... Yeah, true. It, it doesn't even occur to Blanky to do anything beyond... Because what they do in the beginning is that Blanky almost goes into, like, stroke mode where he's like, oh, there's a car coming. And the rest of the appliances listen to him, and they stack on top of each other in order to be like, oh, there's a car coming. Let's see if it's the master. And then the blankie realizes that it's not the master, right. and he starts to cry. It, But it never occurs to Blanky that they can leave the house and well, go find master. It's the toaster who comes up with that so, idea. So you say the toaster is the bravest. I don't, no, I'm asking... You two. Well, my who opinion, you think I is still, the he's I, with the blankie. I feel like he's the blanket, committed to the blanket. I, I feel like it's it's like Jesus for this thing to do anything out of its comfort zone. Anything, the blankie, okay, is pretty pretty brave. You know, it's it's like. But it, he's also the most emotionally invested. So does that count? Like, is it a sliding scale? It's a variable. It's a variable in the equation. I see what you're saying. With Kirby, Kirby is still committed to the master. He's the vacuum. But I don't think Kirby really gives a shit. No, he does because when they when they break the picture of the master, like when the the glass shatters in the frame picture that they have, Kirby's like, "Oh no!" They they all care about the master. It's just that you have to wonder what the tears are. So, like Blanky, for instance, obviously snuggle with the master every day. The lamp is there by his side every day. The radio is there by his side every day. But then Toaster is just down in the kitchen, and they have Flipping nice moments. Toast, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah, they have moments where, like, yeah. he does jam out I, on his tongue, and then Kirby. You never see an interaction between Master and Kirby. Okay, so, I, 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 I see where... I totally get where you're going. So, like... I totally do. I feel like the, the blanket is just... A baby, and it's like it's like a puppy dog, and the puppy is like it's where, just attached. Like where, where where is where is mama? Where is daddy? Where'd he go? Right, yeah. yeah. And for a puppy to go into the wilderness, into a world it has no idea about, that takes a very deep attachment. I feel like that's very brave. And yeah. I'm, I'm giving Blinky look, and then he's drinking margaritas. He's getting laid, you know. I mean, he's, you know, he's, <laughs> okay. you know. Now, for our our listeners, they have arrived at the city house, and there's a lot of modern appliances, and they're the oldie fashioned appliances. Yeah. And there seems to be a bit of a rivalry between them. There is jealousy. There's jealousy. There's racism. Yeah, I it's, think it's the city slickers we, against the hayseeds. Yeah, I think exactly. we've somehow actually. Uh, Oh, no, this is the music sequence. I was like, is this Brave Little Toaster Goes to Mars? Because it was out in space for a second. But Dude, it's so hilarious friggin- how 80s this sequence is. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. The food processor, literally, go and look at it. He pukes food into a glass. Yeah, yeah. 
and then I, someone eats it. Yeah, and if it's I'm like a, to- a fraternity yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, dude, I'm a toaster. <laughs> I just cook the toast and they take it. I don't puke toast. Well, that makes me think yeah. of Calvin and Hobbes because there's a strip of Calvin and Hobbes where Calvin's talking to Hobbes and he's like, look, you put bread in and toast comes out. And Hobbes is like, where does the bread go? And, and Calvin's like, I don't know. That's the brilliance of Fuck, it. Fuck, <laughs> man. Calvin and Hobbes so were trippy. stoned. They were stoned the hey, whole time. No, no. Yes, don't you were. dare. Don't you dare. I love that. I love that comic strip. Yeah. So but, are the peanuts. So uh, anyway, so <laughs> all the appliances do actually finally brave their way to Rob's house in the city and the new appliances literally kick them out into the dumpster. Into a dumpster. Yeah. 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 And so, Very much like other movies yeah. that are made by Pixar, right? <laughs> yeah. Aww. Pixar movies are fucked up. They have yeah. children, yeah. insiders. Yeah. I don't know anything about this. But the first uh, time, the first time that my son ever said the word fuck. Okay. And how old is he? Joey. Joey. He's yeah. eleven. He went and oh, saw he, my wife took him to go see Toy Story 4. And this is why Jason told Dark Jader not to watch this movie, Hindsiders. And my son, who was probably nine, ten, nah, nine at the time, he comes home and he goes, it's a little spot on there. I'm a little worried. I can't return it. To, if, if it's soiled. Yeah, it's Walmart. They're fine. <laughs> Your yeah, son, Jason. My, my <laughs> son came home and he said, they broke up the Roundup gang. Fuck oh. those guys. Oh. <laughs> and I went, oh. and I went, okay. What That's fine. Roundup. No, they Come broke on, up the fucking Roundup gang. Yeah, no, no, Fuck I you, Pixar. Exactly Fuck you. There's Jesse the Odling Cowgirl. I, Not no, anymore. Not anymore. Because oh, no. Woody's back with his old girlfriend and all of Bo his Peep. friend. Yeah. Bo Peep. Yeah. See, you told me not to watch the rest of the movie, so no, I haven't. He found, yeah, no, he, he hooked up with Bo Peep. She blew him, and then he said, oh, I'll stay here. <laughs> He got what he wanted. And his remember, buds are all like, dude, we were going to go hang out at like TGI Fridays. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm a, getting blown by Bo Peep. Yeah, but Bo Peep was like, I'm just a couple of blocks away. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> Spelling blocks. Important but, lesson for children. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> so um, now we find ourselves, unfortunately, in the junkyard. With the appliances. So this is when the pressure rises. It really the, the does. The tension gets yeah, high. This it is does. when it gets real screwed up. And you get I a get, really yeah. depressing song number. Uh, yes. This is when cars choose to go and get crushed. Well, apparently, one, car, one yes. car chooses that. Yeah. So uh, Apparently he's suicidal. Well, because some of them are just like, I was part of this rally and I was part of this race. And it's just they they had such, you know, pride in their history. And then they're just being crushed at the junkyard now. And it's so depressing. Go and to I- CarMax. They'll sell you to somebody. <laughs> somebody will buy you. Aww. I promise you, someone will buy this whole car. This is the worst movie for a hoarder, I yes, think, because they yes, would never probably. get rid of anything. No, yeah. My, yeah. To- my toaster will be so sad if I throw exactly. it away. Says the I man can't. who bought a toaster for this episode. <laughs> yes. Can we, can we destroy the toaster? 
No, no, no. This toaster. No, it's alive. Can I hit it with my car? No, not the Jaguar. We don't want to hurt the Jaguar. (laughs) Okay. I mean, the twelve dollar toaster. You think it like flips up and breaks a breaks a you know ruptures a a brake line or something? Well, because then then I would have to explain it to my wife. Yeah. What were you doing? Ran over a toaster. Uh, A toaster ran out in the middle of the road. And (laughs) it just it just. It's coming right for us. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, I think the Dodge would oh, and be... The toaster, uh, when, when the conveyor belt goes away and he's so small. I yeah. know. He's this tiny little... Look at him. Look at the car. He's happy to be... Oh. To be demolished. Yeah. And then, doop. His and little it, cube. it's weird how, like, this magnet is suddenly on, you know, a frenzy for cars. Because that's... During this whole musical sequence, like, that's all he's after. He doesn't come it's after... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there you he go. doesn't like fossil fuel vehicles. Yeah. Now, if they were electrics, he'd be okay yeah. with that but, because he's electric too. But we have to talk about the hero of this movie, gentlemen. Chris. The television. Oh yes. Oh yes. The television because he's sitting there. He's the one old appliance from the cottage where he used to share space with Kirby, the lamp, the blankie, toaster, radio, all of them. So and the people he was on the, TV don't exist. Apparently not. Uh, that's why cords also sort of exist and sort of don't. Um, this no, is but, how Maximum Overdrive began. <laughs> no, this is how Maximum Overdrive started. But uh, so what happens is that the TV, the one guy on television. Jose. <laughs> He's Jose. He spoke Spanish, if I remember. <laughs> hey, Joe. So, Uh, Where are you going with that gun in here? The one appliance that was taken from the cottage to the actual city central. Look, it's like an old racer. Yeah. And and he's, it's horrible. If you're a car lover, skip the ending of this film. Yes. Especially Uh, when the vet goes in. That broke my heart, the 1964 but the Corvette. TV host, Ernie's Bargain Circus, it, that's the ruse, you big dumb idiot, that he uses to get Rob to go to the junkyard where he's like, hey, there's all this, uh, you know, awesome stuff. Because it turns out that Rob doesn't really want his mother's news, his new 80s stuff from her apartment. <laughs> Which, uh, by the way, is old now. Yes. Uh, that's the older part. Yeah. Yeah. And you hear the mother in the background. It's hilarious. She's like, no, I'll just read in the dark if you want to take my stuff. I can fix it. (laughs) uh, But so Rob. Did they just have sex? Was that? I thought she was putting her clothes back on. Was she putting her clothes back on? Her jacket. I think she was topless before the jacket. She had like a yellow top That was your imagination. Your imagination. How hard up are you that cartoons are this much of a... Since 1983? Oh, yeah. my. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever seen Heavy Metal? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. I have not. Hand over fist? <laughs> yes. Oh, my. You've but, never seen it? No. Oh, there's a it's lot of things awesome. she hasn't seen. 1983? I wasn't even born in Dude, 1983. Heavy Metal it was... It is awesome. That was the movie you saw. You went to spend the night at another kid's house. You watched Heavy Metal and he's on like, VHS. I have Heavy Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, continue, Jade. I don't even know what I was talking about. <laughs> Did you well, this guys... is... What it, so, once again, the, the television, Ernie, in the TV, got oh, a personality. That's what I was talking about. Ernie, Subliminal persuasion. He starts sending he's out... He's Kevin Nealon. Oh, is it Kevin Nealon? He's mi- no, no, oh, no, 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 no. It's not, it's not actually right, Kevin right. Nealon, but Mr. he's... 
Mr. Yes. Subliminal. He's you like, must go to the junkyard. Yes, to uh, get all these deals on. Because what happens is that Rob is going to college and he's with his girlfriend, Chris. He wants to take uh, the old cottage appliances, meaning his lamp, his blankie, the toaster, the Kirby, all that. Uh, but then the TV is the one old appliance at the new household. And all the new appliances have said they've like kicked the old appliances out. They put them in the dumpster. They're the reason why like Toaster and all the gang are at the junkyard. And so now uh, Rob and Chris are there and they're about to rescue the old appliances. And it's it's so sad because there's this big magnetic thing that just it's picking up cars until it's not. Yeah. So how does that work, gentlemen? Like, it, we have this horrible sequence of like cars singing sad songs where it's taking them to the conveyor belt and they all die and get compacted. And then now we're suddenly after the toaster and the blanket. He, and he's got Kirby. a vendetta. He, he really wants to destroy he's that an toaster. Ass clown. He yes. is. The magnet is evil. Yes, he's but, he's terrible. But but, but uh, Chris is pretty hot though. The cartoon girl. She is. Say, she is pretty hot. You just like Bernard. Not that hot, though. Oh, heavy metal. Heavy yes. metal. Oh, yeah. That, we sure got, we, we, you know what? We have to do that film. <laughs> we do. We have yes. to do it now. <laughs> that was such. You will love it. That you was a coming it. of age movie. But this is where he discovers a picture of himself. and he's Rob like, discovers a Rob. picture of himself in a junkyard. Uh, the and he master. Never... Could you imagine how freaky that would be? He never questions <clears> it. Ever. He's just like, wait a minute. This looks like my old appliance. Oh, my God. That is my old appliance. This looks like a picture of me. It is a picture of me. And he never so questions how does, it. How, how does the movie end? How, how, how does it, the ending? We don't we, want it to end, but it will have can we, to end. Can we get to that? Because we're, we're, we're getting to the point where we could Fine. take a break. Or no, we no. Just, let's, you know, no, let, we can end it. Let's it's wrap okay. it up. This is, this is an intense scene because they... His, Everything his, the is master, dying. The master's on the conveyor now. Yeah. And he's heading to his death. <laughs> yeah, he's going to die. He is going to die in a yes. most horrific way. And this is why well, I he's think gonna be amputated the brave the little toaster way. is brave because he has to decide in a split second to throw himself within the cogs of this trash compactor. And he does it. And it crushes him beyond yes. all recognition. Yes. How the fuck did they get him out of that and redo him as a toaster? Through the magic of Hollywood. Oh, well, there we go. Yes. I we would go. Yeah. Only, because throughout the whole movie, you see that Rob, a.k.a. the master, is actually yeah. very skilled at putting his appliances. Yeah, he's handy. Chris even said so. He's the, very, he's, very, mm-hmm. very good. He's very good. He's very good. Oh my god, that magnet. I hate that Jesus magnet. Christ. He's like a, a shark or something. I it's don't know. Like, it it's like Hitler. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's horrible. Yeah. I'm not getting certified for you idiots anymore. Anyway, oh, look at how uh, sad the toaster is. No, the toast. Oh, fuck this. So, okay. The toaster's about to be compacted. That's my blanket. Yeah. Rob is like picking everything off the conveyor belt. He's like, oh, that's my blankie. That's my. And the magnet's like mad. Yeah. The magnet has a vendetta. Yeah. He's angry. (laughs) Yes, he does. So it just, it's a whole thing. 
So that being said, the magnet, uh, once Rob picks up enough of the appliances, the magnet actually picks up Rob too. And Rob ends up on the conveyor belt, trapped underneath several heavy pieces of equipment. And like, he's trying to fight to keep his own pieces, you know, of his own possessions. He's like, no, I want this back. I want my blankie. I want my toaster. But he winds up on the conveyor belt. I think more than his hand is going to get crushed. I think yeah. he's a goner. He's dead. Let, here but, it's yeah. coming right now. Look. Yeah. Yeah. So he winds up underneath heavy. heavy two pieces. brothers are coming. It's just two brothers. Manly <laughs> men. Stop it. But uh, so Rob is on the conveyor belt. His literally his right arm is about to be crushed. And he's trapped under a door. And uh, the toaster climbs up a mountain of trash, and he jumps into Ironically, the Ironically, though, Rob left-handed, so he he would have been okay. You don't know that. You're making that shit up. <laughs> Hindsighters don't listen to him right now. He's a liar. Era mentiroso. Anyway, so <clears throat> the toaster. Here he comes. He's going to take a swan dive right off. Into the cogs. And- oh, oh, I can't watch it. Oh, no. no. So heroic. I can't watch it. No, toasty. So toasty. No. No, I'm not watching the fucking toaster. Oh, and you're right. right. It's over. It's over. It's over. And Rob, Rob is, is okay. Rob's okay. So. But the toaster is not. Meanwhile, this is what kills me. Chris, the girlfriend, she is such a pain in the ass because uh, she looks at him like, would you cool it? Now get down here. You're scaring me to death. I, and she I, just walks I, off. She doesn't ask him if he's okay. She doesn't, like, offer to help him. <laughs> I, I actually Boy, kind look, of... Look at her. She's got a great bod. I, I think. think Chris is probably going, what the fuck, dude? It's a goddamn toaster. Yeah, kind of. I mean, you could get one at Walmart, from what I understand. Ew. I mean, now I need would, to wash my hands. I don't know any, what Mr. Brown has done would with any, it's fuzzy. Would anybody die or lose their arm for a toaster? No! Exactly! <laughs> no. Christian exactly. Bale. Thank you, Christian Bale. Oh, thank that God man Christian's wouldn't here. do it. Thank God Christian's here. I'm in so much danger right now. But look, to- oh, toaster's back now. It's a happy ending. Yeah. Because, in more ways than one. Because ew. because Rob put the toaster back together, and he does that throughout the movie. So he replaces Lampy's bulb. Mm-hmm. That's a tough job. He fixes, yeah, very he, difficult job to change those bulbs. He, he fixes the air conditioner, Phil mm-hmm. Hartman. Okay, that's a little harder. Who like completely H-back, blows? Yeah. He blows a fuse because they insult him in the beginning. The other impli- appliances because they're like, "Oh, you're just stuck in the wall," and he's like, "It's not my fault that the kid couldn't reach my knobs." Like he freaks out. Rob is mentally ill and needs professional help. I'm wondering if this is all a delusion that Rob has. Yeah, yeah. I think psychotic delusion. He ran out of his medication. He's he's doing this, you know, (laughs) with a straight jacket. Yes. Yeah. It's what Dark Jader is going to be doing when she goes home. Roll credits. Movie's over. We did it. We did it. We made it. We made through this movie. High five again. This is is Jade high-fiving me. Jade. Symbolically. The next time I give you a challenge, take it. Just phone it in, for God's sake. Don't do this to us. Mindy Stern, mother. Mindy Stern is mother. Really? Yeah. Mindy Stern. We all know Mindy Stern. Howard Stern's Uh, younger sister. Really? No, just made that up. Okay. All right. 
All right, take us home. God, take us home. You have picked the most, seriously, Shivers. That was me. Or this. Ooh, tough choice. I'm going to go with this. As far as what? I don't ever want to see it again. You'd rather watch Shivers. I would rather watch Shivers. This movie made me feel empty and sad (laughs) and like emotions a man doesn't want to admit he can feel. Shivers is just like... You challenge me, Jason. Don't challenge me again. Oh, <laughs> this is just this is just my I know you think that the the dog thing on the holy mountain is gonna get me. You've already warned me. This is just my mid movie, sir. Ooh. And on that Once there was a story called hmm. You've Got That's Mail. Enough. <laughs> That's enough out of you. And on that bombshell. Because you in the audience have no idea where we can go after this. This was the amuse-bouche of bad movies. They're going down. Bouche? I yeah, like you know, them to amuse my bouche. Bougie? You know what? Nobody's got a bouche these days. I, I, so 70s. You know what? Just do it. End it. Take us out. <laughs> yeah, take us take home. Us out. Take us home. Hindsiders, this has been a devastatingly, heart-wrenchingly... <laughs> we made it, though. We, we did survived, it. yes. heart-wrenchingly good time. It took a solid month. Seriously. It's taking even more than it that, actually. It took us a month to do this movie. To just sign off of this damn episode. <laughs> this has been your drive time, your listening time, your brave little toaster time, your BLT time, your Darth Jader pissing off the boys time, Thank you for joining us. us. Okay, sorry. This has been Darth, Adam, and uh, what's his face? This has been Hindsight and (laughs) Good Night.